make a big noise playing in the street gonna be a big man someday you got mud on your face you big disgrace kicking your can all over the place singing we will we will rock you Shouting in the street, gonna take all the world someday. You got blood on your face, a big disgrace. Waving your banner all over the place. We will, we will rock you. Sing it out. We will, we will rock you. Buddy, you're an old man, poor man, pleading with your eyes. Gonna make you zombie someday. You got mud on your face. Big disgrace, somebody better put your bag into your place. We will, we will rock you. Sing it. We will, we will rock you. Everybody, we gentlemen coming to you from the heart of the las vegas strip broadcasting live from the let's go brandon studios prepare yourself for news and entertainment that is serious but only slightly it's james mitchell and your slightly serious show now here's jimmy One, two, three, go. 
the slightly serious show. It's live from Las Vegas. I can't believe we made it here, and we're finally, uh, God, we finally got uh, settled in here. Producer Eric, are you still around with us? I'm here, and we're back from our two-week break, and I think the slightly serious withdrawals might finally be coming to an end. Yeah, it's uh, well, we're getting in that uh, mode. We still have a lot to do, uh, so I can't get back into it uh, on a nightly basis, but we'll definitely, definitely have to uh, figure something out uh, as we'll, uh, we, we have it set up for the audio version of the show. So, yeah, I know it's about fucking time. It takes forever for me to unpack. You know how many boxes there were to unload? Oh, my God. It was just mm-hmm. big, big sexy. Uh, he's in the background here. He's saying uh, big sexy's got a lot of shit to pack. And uh, he's he's pretty big uh, on uh, the amount of items that he has. So, <laughs> uh, yeah, Spanky thinks uh, I that he, he thought that I, what the hell is going on? Wow. I don't know. Wow. What, the hell, what the hell was that? Um, yeah, uh, like I said, we're still getting settled in here, so I don't know what the hell's going on there. But uh, Spanky said that he thought I was the one that do- that does the packing. <laughs> Jeez. What is that? We need to turn that down. I don't know what the hell's going on over there. Someone's like shooting fucking laser beams or something like that. Anyways, um, yes, we're here in uh, beautiful, fabulous Las Vegas. Uh, we have, uh, you know, we're, we're still, uh, you know, you got a new intro. I don't know who the hell Jimmy is. Some, can someone t- please uh, tell the people that put the... Uh, Jimmy you know, would be another name for James. Yeah, I, I know that. Unless you might update it to say JJ, which is another name you are also addressed as by friends. Yeah, I don't, I don't know who... Uh, J- Jimmy, the, the but, end of that reminds me of my childhood. I'm like, oh, my God, it's like... Anyway, we, we don't want it to be confused with Jimmy from Pirate Radio Podcast. Make no oh. mistake about that. Yeah, please don't get us confused, please. I mean, we're we're at two totally separate ends of the spectrum. So, but uh, thanks. Uh, we appreciate <laughs> the, the hard work that our good friend Bubba over from uh, the, the Beans and Weenie show he uh, put that together for us. Shout uh, out goes out to Bubba and uh, the, the boys Scooter and Spanky over there, and uh, they had a fantastic show tonight. By the way. I was very impressed. I'm impressed by them. I almost want to just, you know what? Why do my show? I can just uh, sit back, relax, and enjoy uh, the entertainment over there every night. Well, not every night, but uh, Monday, Wednesdays, and Fridays at 5.30 Pacific time. So make sure you check the boys out. Anyways, uh, so many things have happened, yet so many things still remain unchanged in the world uh, since we last last left you a couple weeks ago. Um, You know, one thing, now that I've left the wonderful well, not wonderful. It used to be wonderful, the state of California. But, uh, you know, uh, piece of shit, uh, scumbag uh, Governor Newsom, uh, he's back to his old tricks uh, today. He, uh, The state of California came out and said that beginning on the 15th of December, guess what, folks? He gets to get back in control of your lives again. Oh, yeah. Yep. Oh, hell no. Yeah, if you live in the state of uh, California, like we no longer do. Uh, make sure you take your fucking mask everywhere you go, because anywhere you go indoors, you're going to be required to wear your mask, whether you've been vaccinated or given shots or five shots or whatever. You're going to be mandated by your wonderful governor to wear a mask inside. So uh, be uh, be prepared for that. BP, it's good to see you, my friend. And uh, yeah, that's that's uh, I don't know. You know, I know I don't live there anymore, but, you know, I still yeah. we still have business over there that we have to worry about. And. 
So I feel horrible that our, our customers are going to be uh, <clears throat> required to wear uh, their mask. And that's based regardless if you've been, you've taken the shot or not. So I don't know. Um, I mean, at the end of the day, I'm starting to think, you know what? Fuck them. Fuck all the people that live in California. If uh, they wanted to keep that governor in position that he's in, have fun with your mask and, uh, you know, good luck with that. But uh, that's the latest in, uh, in California. So I'm so thankful that I'm not there anymore. And then you go, you might be like, well, you're in Las Vegas there slightly. Uh, you, uh, you know, you have to wear a fucking mask in Las Vegas anywhere you go indoors. Yeah, and that is true. But, see, it makes more sense here in Las Vegas because if there's no tourism, um, this, this city is dead. So I, I understand why the government here uh, is requiring it, uh, especially when you have so many people from people all over the world coming here to Las Vegas. I can understand, you know, there's an economic impact. Uh, so there you have it. Um, what else is going on? Uh, it looks, uh, you know, we were, we've been gone uh, meanwhile, Jesse Smollett, uh, he was found guilty uh-huh. four out of the five charges that, uh, for, you know, crying out loud saying, uh, Oh, racist and, uh, you know, gay bashing me and everything else in the book. Uh, he got caught in his lies. So he's being, uh, convicted of that. Uh, an article, a juror came out today and said, you know, we kind of just didn't find him guilty on one charge cause we felt bad for the guy. So what do you think of that? Isn't that kind of weird how, you know, the juror's like, yeah, we'll fuck him over on four of the five. But, you know, we feel bad for him. So we'll go ahead and say he's not guilty for lying. <laughs> like, come on. If you're guilty, you're guilty. Uh, you know, there's no question about it. So anyways, uh, he, could be, uh, could, he could be sentenced up to 15 years in prison. Uh, I don't think he's going to see a single day in prison because of a couple of things. Number one, because of his status of uh, being such a, you know, a star, a celebrity. Uh, and then the other reason would be because he doesn't really have a criminal history. But my question is, where does Jesse, Jesse go from here? And it'd be good to, you know, be nice if his parents would have given well, him the company of Jesse instead of Jesse. Where do you think um, he goes I think from? the only, I think the place that Je- Jesse Smollett goes from here is is joining the D-list with Kathy Griffin, right? Oh, there you go. They can have a show together. Oh yeah, and, and then they could. Oh uh, yeah, that. the same Kathy Griffin, remember who um held what looked like a severed head in the likeness of Donald Trump, and oh, and and she really got fired from a lot of places because of that. Um, well, maybe, I was thinking if if they had uh, you know Kathy Griffin and Jesse Smollett, you might as well throw in a little Rosie O'Donnell on top. <laughs> oh, nine eleven truth or Rosie O'Donnell, um, who used to be such a famous talk show host. Yeah, yeah. An actress, so, a comedian. What is going on, Chels? My my neighbor? Uh, we'll have to get together for like coffee or something now that we're neighbors. I mean, I don't know where the hell you're at, but I'm here. <laughs> Anyways, in, in other news that we uh, – it looks like uh, the news broadcasters are dropping like flies in addition to producers on all of the you know MSLSD and the China News Networks and stuff like that. Uh, it looks uh-huh. today that uh, – See it, they Tis see the it. season for streaming. Oh. Fox Nation is celebrating with a special one-time holiday offer. What the hell? What? What's up with uh, all the news? Anyways, the CNN producer has been accused of child sex crimes. And uh, 
and once decried growing news stories of child abuse cases in old tweets. So I was reading about this guy. John Griffin is his name. He was the executive producer for, uh, you know, the piece of shit Cuomo guy who is no longer uh, with CNN. Uh, apparently he got fired recently. And this guy, this is very disturbing. And I can't I it, it was hard to just read it. But anyways, this guy would get in contact with underage kids' parents and coerce them into, quote, unquote, training them sexually. So, yeah, yeah, even big sexy is, like, unbelievable. Anyways, they referred to this one that uh, there was a 13-year-old young lady. He basically paid the mother $3,000, flew them out to Boston, both of the child and the parent. So the mom isn't in, in on this. And, um, you know, I'm not going to go into detail, but you could use your imagination of what might have happened. And so he is uh, he's being uh, accused of child sex crimes. Yeah. My question is the damn parent. They need to be indicted as well. So I, I don't know. That's uh, just disturbing. So you have uh, the CNN producer of uh, Mr. Cuomo. Maybe they should look into Cuomo, too, knowing uh, those douchebags. I mean, you never know what the Cuomos are up to. What happened? Somebody um, wants to see. You. Oh, well, wow. um, and I think that story, of the CNN producer, you know, you know, being arrested for that for that very gross act of like. Like like on on a child, I mean that is enough to make you sick to your stomach. So um, I think think a lot of people are probably going to be going and driving the porcelain bus on that one if if there's a toilet flushing sound for that. Well, yeah, these pieces of shit do need that. Well, so he was, uh, he's he's been charged in, in Vermont by a grand jury with three counts of using a facility of interstate commerce to attempt to entice minors in, to engage in unlawful sexual activity. And uh, his arraignment is scheduled for Wednesday at 11 o'clock in the morning. And uh, we'll see what happens. He was the uh, senior producer for CNN's program, New Day. And uh, uh -huh. just a big, big pile of shit. And he should go away for life if, if he's found to be uh, guilty of these, which according to the information that has been put out, it uh, doesn't look very promising for the dude. And uh, it's very, uh -huh. very sad. So we also have Chris Wallace leaving Fox, and then you have Cuomo, who's been fired for CNN. That was, you know, I, I could have told you that was going to happen. Uh, and then there's one other one that just happened. Brian uh, Williams just called it quits over at MSLSD. Yeah, what's going on? So I, the rumor has it that Chris Wallace is going to move to CNN. Which he but probably the CNN would, plus streaming service, yes. He'll probably fit in very well over there because I was getting tired of watching him. Do you think Chris Wallace is going to go to Fox? Um, Chris, oh, Chris Wallace quit at Fox. Remember? Um, or but no. when um Brian, I'm Brian what, Williams. Do you think do you think Brian Williams is going to move over to Fox? Oh, oh, God, no! I hope not. Um, no. <laughs> <laughs> I think that. Um, you, you got to really take a listen to like Brian Williams's closing statement when he signed off. Um, I am looking for it right now. Well, maybe they'll Brian go. Williams. Maybe they'll all go and try to uh, uh, try out for the Jeopardy to be the Jeopardy host. Mm hmm. Yeah. 
Either that or yeah, I'm maybe pulling it up on my tablet now. Um, got to wait for a 15-second commercial. Unbelievable. Um, it's a visible commercial. Um, never heard of this one. It's a visible. Switch and get up to $200. Oh, so well, look at the time. I'll try to keep this brief. After 28 years of Peacock logos on much of what I own, it is my choice now to jump without a net into the great unknown, as I do for the first time in my 62 years. My biggest worry is for my country. The truth is I'm not a liberal or a conservative. I'm an institutionalist. I believe yeah, in this right. place, and in my love of country, I yield to no one. But the darkness on the edge of town has spread to the main roads and highways and neighborhoods. It's now at the local bar and the bowling alley. No shit, Sherlock. Sure and the grocery store. And it must be acknowledged and answered for. Grown men and women who swore an oath to our Constitution, elected by their constituents, possessing the kinds of college degrees I could only dream of, have decided to join the mob and become something they are not, while hoping we somehow forget who they were. They've decided to burn it all down with us inside. That should scare you to no end as much as it scares an aging volunteer fireman. Please. To my co-workers, my love and thanks, and I say again, everyone I've worked with has made me better at what I do. To my family, love and thanks doesn't begin to cover it, but now I have the time to better express it. My friends know who they are. No one's been blessed with better friends. To the guests on this broadcast, as you heard the nice man say a few minutes ago, it's always been about you. Otherwise, I'd be staring into the camera for an hour, five nights a week, and nobody wants to see that you are the 11th hour and will continue to be the 11th hour this is where i thank you however for being so great for explaining these last five years as a proud new jersey native this is where i get to say regrets i've had a few but then again too few to mention what a ride it's been where else how else was a kid like me going to meet presidents and kings and the occasional rock star. These lovely testimonials that I can never truly repay make me hyper aware that it has been and remains a wonderful life. It's as if I'm going to wake up tomorrow morning in Bedford Falls. The reality is, though, I will wake up tomorrow in the America of the year 2021, a nation unrecognizable to those who came before us and fought to protect it, which is what you must do now. My colleagues will take it from here. I'm I sure they will. I probably find it impossible to be silent and stay away from you and lights and cameras after I experiment with relaxation and find out what I've missed and what's out there. Every weeknight for decades now, I've said some version of the same thing. Thank you for being here with us. Us, meaning the people who produce this broadcast for you. And you, well, without you, there is no us. I'll show myself out until we meet again. That is our broadcast for this Thursday night. Thank you for being here with us. And for all my colleagues at the networks of NBC News, good night. All right. So, so here's the thing. Okay, I agree with almost everything he had to say, but the thing that he doesn't realize is Brian Williams is a part of the problem, and he fails mm -hmm. to recognize that or bring that to the viewer's attention. Everything he said is a hundred percent, hundred percent spot on.
And, uh, you know, his colleagues will take it from here. Yeah, they'll continue to spur the fear, continue to spur the divisiveness that's being spread all across this country. And uh, him calling himself an institutionalist, either he's he's an institutionalist, but uh, the peacocks got him by the balls because he can't speak his mind, or he's just a flat-ass, flat-out lying-ass bastard. Well, well he lied about um, the Iraq War in 2003 when he did a story in 2015 um, about you know flying in a helicopter that crashed. But I mean, if he flew in a helicopter that crashed, how come he didn't have any life-altering injuries or didn't die? Um, because you had a lot of servicemen and women from from the Iraq War who really came right out of the woodwork and you know and really called him out on the lies he told and 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 you know and he even told more lies about Hurricane Katrina. You know, if, if people. Seemed to have forgotten that. Yeah, no, he did. And so uh, a lot of shuffling going around, bottom line. And, uh, you know, like I said, I don't think any of it should make, uh, you, no one should give two shits either which way, because uh, at the end of the day, all you're going to hear from these guys is what the network wants you to hear. So in mm-hmm. uh, other news, uh, Starbucks, you know, we all love Starbucks. Mm-hmm. Don't you miss Starbucks? Yeah. Anyways, uh, apparently the employees at Starbucks are unhappy Uh, over on the East Coast. They've uh, voted to get together and they're going to form a union. So now the employees at Starbucks and I I understand this because from what I understand, the employees at Starbucks, they're treated pretty damn good. I mean, even if you work part time, you get health care benefits and everything. So, you know. It's hard for me to understand why people people at Starbucks are unhappy, but apparently the employees are saying how due to the wonderful technology systems that have been put in place by the business owners, uh, you know, now you can order your coffee on the mobile app, right? So apparently they're being overwhelmed and it's just too much for them and they feel that they don't have a voice anymore. Um. I don't know about that. Um, I, I have a difficult time. As you're, you're treated pretty damn good. You got pretty damn good pay. Um, you're too busy making TikToks. That's why, why they're working. Oh, Big Sexy says they're too busy making TikToks. That's why they're too busy. But, yeah, they want to get union all across the country now. I mean, so you know, and I was just thinking slightly, um, it, it, you know, rather than like going to Starbucks to get cranberry bliss bars, you can make them yourself. I got a YouTube video I'm going to share with you in Big Sexy. Oh, you have a you have a recipe to make the cranberry bliss bars? Um, it, it's in the description. Um, I'm going to post it in the chat and I'm going to send it oh. on Instagram to Big Sexy. And I guess he'll probably wind up going shopping for those ingredients. Well, it depends if Big Sexy allows me to have them. But yeah, it, uh, that's the only reason I would suggest anybody go to Starbucks. Get the cranberry bliss bars. They're so delicious. Yeah, I know, right, Mary? Mary says, ha ha, a union? What a bunch of babies. Well, Mary, I'm telling you, if you go into a Starbucks, just take a look at who's working at the Starbucks. I mean, you can tell that they're fucking a bunch of snowflakes. I mean, really, I, they're, they're big tree-hugging, friendly, uh, crybaby Probably Biden voting pansies. <laughs> so that's that's who works at. Uh, you know, if, if you have a uh, what is it, Black Rifle Coffee? If you have a Black Rifle Coffee nearby, I suggest you go there. They make some fantastic coffee. Have you ever had Black Rifle Coffee, Eric? 
Um, I've drank Black Rifle coffee before. You know, even the old man from the old man's podcast sent me some a uh, few months ago, and like a used coffee grinder for it. Oh yeah, they they're veteran owned. They're all about the military men and women of our country, and uh, just a. I think they even have a podcast. In fact. But uh, yeah, mm-hmm. Black Rifle Coffee. I, I strongly urge you if you're a coffee fanatic, check like the my, Instagram, Big Sexy. Check them out. And uh, producer Eric says, make sure you check out the Instagram for the cranberry bliss bar recipe. Well, and on the on the bliss cranberry bliss bar, you know, recipe, he's got to translate the metric to English. Oh um, yeah, well he's learning the different languages, so he'll he'll try he'll he'll be able to he'll do the conversions, I'm sure. Uh, Mary says, I was in one Starbucks and an idiot was working there. Could not understand what a simple espresso. He didn't know what a simple espresso drink was. Unbelievable. I bet you, I bet you that was the last time you went to Starbucks. Uh, yeah, I, I mean, now on, lately I've just been buying my own whole beans and grinding them myself, and I just drink coffee for the most part here. So, anywho, um, interesting tidbit I wanted to share with everybody. So, you know, as uh, we used to live in California, we always joked around about uh, the fine folks that uh, stand, out, stand outside of the home, your local Home Depots, right? You know, everybody, everyone knows that uh, you can get some hired help if you want at Home Depot. And so Big Sexy and I, we were looking to go to the indoor swap meet here in Las Vegas. And um, we were driving, and uh, we are driving down, and we are slowing down because we weren't sure where to go. And I missed the turn to go, go into the parking lot. Uh, there was this one uh, at the indoor swap meet. So the next best thing I could do was take a turn a left. So as I'm turning a left, and there's a U-Haul station over there. I turn into the U-Haul station, and there's like a group of, what, six to eight people? Mostly men. He's, Big Sexy says ten. They, I, I swear to God, I thought they were going to attack me. They, were, they came running towards the car. And then I finally realized, I'm like, huh, maybe here in Las Vegas, instead of standing outside of the Home Depot, they stand outside the U-Haul in case you need them to help you move. <laughs> I could have <laughs> But, yeah, it was pretty, pretty scary. Shell, I'm disappointed you didn't give me a heads up about that. But we did go to Home Depot, and they still are at Home Depots here too. So if you need the hired help at uh, you know in Las Vegas, go to the, your local Home Depot or your U-Haul truck uh, truck rental stations. So, but uh, being new here, I, I was really I was really taken aback, Eric. I, my heart started palpitating. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Anywho, that's a, that was the, been the most interesting experience I think since I've been here. Um. How's everybody liking uh, the uh, the inflation going on? Uh, uh, yeah, inflation's at a thirty a thirty nine year high. Uh, hopefully, if you don't mm-hmm. feel like you're not paying enough for your uh, goods and services, don't worry. Biden probably wants to increase the debt ceiling even more so he can borrow some more money and increase that inflation even yeah. higher. What was that, Eric? Were you trying to say something? I don't know. Um, just, I, I know this Bluetooth headset is kind of giving me fits. I'm having to, you know, go silent. I'm having to like turn it off and then turn it back on. I, I don't know if the Podbean app is even liking me or not. 
That's weird. I can't even hear slightly talking. I'm I'm back. What was the last thing you heard me say? Uh, I mean, uh, you, me you, and then you're back. Okay. So what I was saying was, even the gas prices here in Las Vegas, still over four dollars, four four and a quarter, but still a little bit better than California. It, uh, California is at like five dollars and forty cents a gallon. So we're still saving some money, but. It'll be well, wonderful the day that we get to finally see gas prices and everything else start to you know simmer down a little bit because it's getting expensive to fucking live. Anyways, anybody have any gas over $4.25 a gallon? Mary says hers is $3.59 a gallon. That's not bad. Um, I think the last time I was at a, at a gas station, a racetrack about – Four miles from my house is like two ninety five, and then then I see a Murphy USA, and um, you know, and, and then like a quick trip in another Kroger station, you know, you know, like hovering under like three dollars. But whenever I go to like the neighboring town of Monroe, or or I take a fifteen twenty minute trip over to like Lawrenceville, um, they're they're, they're in the three dollar range. Mr. A says he, 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 the highest he's seen in Ohio is $3.80. I would kill to pay $3.80. Um, let's see. So from anywhere from coffee to gasoline, inflation is surging everywhere. Uh, the U.S. inflation rate surged to its highest level since 1982 back in November, coming in at 6.8%. Uh, the record-breaking number dominated headlines what were some of the biggest driver of high prices for business and consumers last month? The main expenditure categories highlighted notable year-over-year -year growth across the board. The food index climbed 6.1%, and the energy index soared 33.3%. And uh, the indexes for shelter picked up 3.8%, while apparel advanced 5%. New vehicles and used cars and trucks increased 11.1% and 31.4% respectively. That's outrageous. I mean, nowadays, right now, if you have a used car, now is now there at this point in time, it's the best time ever to try to sell your used vehicle to a dealership. They'll pay you like 20 to 25% above what it's worth right now because they cannot get enough brand new cars in stock. Now, be careful though, because if you sell your fucking car, you you got to make sure you have another car to drive. <laughs> Either that or just uh, make sure you have Uber uh, well, app installed on your phone. Oh, rollerblades. Yeah, get some exercise in there. Well, um, I've had my 2019 Toyota Corolla for almost three years now, but the gas mileage on that highway is, is pretty decent. Um, but like my friend Michael, who I've known for almost three years, um, he drives a 1976 Lincoln Continental, and that's a pretty damn big car. And but but his gas mileage is eight miles a gallon. I don't know if that's highway or city. I, I've not asked him, but but he doesn't seem to be interested in in buying like a brand spanking new car. I mean, if if he was in the market for something brand spanking new, perhaps like a Honda Ridgeline pickup truck or a Honda Pilot SUV, because he doesn't he doesn't seem to want to drive like a like a small car like mine or a, or or say like a, a Ford Crown Victoria or, or, or a Corvette or a Lamborghini. But, and I know, you, you know, to buy a Lamborghini or a Corvette, you, you might as well just pay an arm and a leg for that. Well, if you're buying a Lam Lamborghini or a Corvette, I don't think you are worrying too much about gas prices. 
<laughs> and then like, and I, and I didn't ask Lynn and Carla, you know, my friends from California who live in Georgia part of the time, you know, they own a Tesla and, um, I don't know how much they gave for that or what, what the asking price was. Well, here's the thing on Teslas, right? Because Big Sexy and I, we've been debating, we've been talking about, uh, you know, next year, if we're going to get a new car, what if we're going to get gas powered, if we're going to get, I don't know, a solar car or an electric car or a car like the Flintstones where you just use your fucking feet. <laughs> but, but the thing is with, with the electric vehicles, number one, it pisses me off that the, everyone and their mother tries to say, oh, it's so, so good for the environment. You're not putting pollutants in the air. Okay, bullshit. Number two is how how is it that I have to wait at least a half a fucking hour to charge my vehicle before I can go another place? If I were to drive from Las Vegas to San Diego, my ass is sitting in Barstow, which is halfway to San Diego, for like 45 minutes until my damn car's charged. I mean, come on. Time is money. I don't have time to be sitting around and doing nothing. I don't know. Yeah, I, I agree. It is a scam. I mean, at least if, if anything, you know, our phones, they have great battery life in them. Why can't we have like fucking little batteries that we can just put into a car and power it just like our phones? I mean, come on. I mean, you have you have Elon Musk. You have uh, what's the other guy? The fucking Amazon guy. The who's the uh, Eric? Jeff Bezos. What's that? Jeff yeah. Bezos. Yeah, Bezos. That's it. Uh, that that knucklehead. So you have Elon Musk and uh, you know Jeff Bezos trying to show who's got the better, bigger penis. Uh, you, you're telling me with all the money in the world that they have, they can't come up with technology to put like little batteries into a car that can last 12 hours i mean come on anyways so that's the big hesitation about going to electric that's my only concern i mean i love the fact that teslas will drive themselves hey if it crashes it crashes i'm okay with it. it's still less you know uh things i have to do and yes mary's correct jeff uh, excuse me not jeff elon musk has been named man of the year uh, I, I yeah, time magazine yeah, Time Magazine's Man of the Year. Uh, I'm sh I'm surprised they're still using the term Man of the Year. I'm surprised nobody's gotten fucking offended by that yet. <laughs> but, but yeah, I think it's well-deserved that Elon is the Man of the Year because, I mean, for God's sakes, for a man to be able to go to Twitter and deter you know, throw out a Twitter poll to, to, you know, to determine if, whether or not he's going to sell hundreds of millions of dollars of his stock – uh, that takes some balls, and he's done a lot of uh, great accomplishments. So, you know, I think he should be uh, the man of the year. Um, who do you guys think uh, should be the dumbass of the year? And uh, I know we're going to have a lot of people call out Brandon, but, mm -hmm. you know, I don't know. Aside I mean, I think that list is just too lengthy for us. Oh, my God. We'll have to do a poll on that. List uh, who you think the biggest dumbass of the year is. There's a lot of uh, – there's a lot of uh, – a lot of choices, that's for sure. Mary says, I can start done doing shit over that man thing if you want. Oh, you you want to start the controversy of how it, it offends you? There you go. Yeah. By, uh, G Money says Biden is the uh, dumbass of the year. I, I Like I said, I think uh, hands down everybody's going to say Let's go, Brandon. Biden. Right? We, we love Brandon. Let's go, Brandon. 
Um, there's there's a lot of people making a lot of there's. I just saw this afternoon. Hey. People, people have Christmas wrapping paper that has "Let's Go Brandon." I'm like, oh, where do I get that at? I mean, hell yeah. I mean, it, <laughs> hey, if you watch Mark Dice's videos on on YouTube in his um, merchandise store, he's got like the the "Let's Go Brandon" and F Joe Biden merchandise there, um, and, and and like the F Joe Biden, it's like the Wheel of Fortune puzzle event with an animated Vanna White. Yeah, like no, I'd it, like to solve the bu- puzzle, F Joe and, Biden. <laughs> and did I did I put on Twitter the Christmas ornament that uh, I came across? Yes, yeah, saw that. That is amazing. So I still have the, my Christmas ornament from last year. If you haven't done so, if you haven't checked out the Twitter page, go to the Twitter page uh, at Slightly Serious. If you haven't subscribed yet, make sure you do that. But uh, the perfect Christmas ornament, I would say it's the ornament of the year. Anyways, it's a uh, FJB, and it says "Let's go, Brandon." And then in an entire circle, it's got the middle finger going all around it. it it's 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 very classy. Your 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 friends, your family members will love it. So make sure you do that. Um, Chell says slightly. I didn't know about the people at the U-Haul. Sorry, I don't go out much. And what are your cross streets? Because uh, gas down the street for me is three fifty nine. Um, wow. Shells. Uh, let's say I'm near Flamingo. Yeah, we'll just say that. Um, anyways, uh, another news story that caught my attention that I was not aware of until today. Did you know that Apple, you know, uh, and I'm a big Apple fanboy. I'm not, I'm not shy away. I don't shy away from, you know, letting people know about that. And I know there's a lot of people that hate Apple, but this really pissed me off. Even being an Apple fanboy, Apple has given China $275 billion dollars. I don't know if anybody was aware of that, but yes. According to Apple CEO Tim Cook, according to secret documents reportedly seen by the the information, inked a $275 billion giveaway in 2016 that explains the tech company's success in China. Uh, The article uh, from the Epoch Times uh, by Anders Kaur goes on to read, the Chinese market is no small part of Apple's current approximately $3 trillion market capitalization. This makes it the world's biggest company. So the Apple CEO could be incentivized to give away its technology and ignore human rights abuse to maximize his bonuses in the short term while not only selling out Apple shareholders, but American democracy to boot. Uh, What did Apple give away to maintain its access to the Chinese market back in 2016 after Chinese authorities were angry about Apple not doing enough for China's economy and shutting down, quote, down iTunes books and movies in April 2016, according to the report source? To sweeten negotiations, Apple CEO apparently agreed to a $1 billion investment in DD Global. And uh, DD Global is basically the – they're the adversary of Uber's – you know, China's Uber out there in China. A few days later, Apple agreed to spend $275 billion in China over five years, including on what should be considered forced technology development and transfer. And according to the information's Wayne Ma, the deal, quote, committed Apple to aiding roughly a dozen causes favored by China, including, quote, a pledge to help Chinese manufacturers develop the most advanced manufacturing technologies and support the training of high-quality Chinese talents. The secret agreement with Beijing promised that Apple would, quote, use more components from Chinese suppliers in its devices, 
signed deals with Chinese software firms, collaborate to technology, uh, collaborate on technology with China universities, and directly invest in Chinese tech companies. Quote, Apple promised to invest many billions of dollars more than what the company was already spending annually in China. Some of that money would go toward building new retail stores, research and development centers, and renewable energy projects. Meanwhile, Apple is among other major American corporations, including Nike and Coca-Cola, lobbying Congress against the core provisions in a bill that just passed the House against the Uyghur forced labor in China. The provisions reasonably assume, because of China's opaque labor standards and the lack of a free press, that the goods made in Xinjiang are produced with forced labor, except where companies prove otherwise. So I had no idea. And uh, gosh, I really wish Samsung made better phones. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I mean, and here's the thing, though, when I read this, Apple, folks, Apple is not the only company that does this. I mean, let's look at Nike and all the other big uh -huh. mega million dollar companies. Uh, is it is it? Is it right? No, I'm not going to say that it's right, but it's it's being done, and uh, it's sad. But I don't know. I'm still going to buy Apple products. It's not going to change my mind. I don't think Apple. You know, I don't have the Apple 13 though. Anybody have the Apple 13 iPhone? Mm, not I. I still have my LG Stylo 4. Yeah, Apple sucks. Why don't you like Apple? What, what what did Apple do to you, Spanky? Spanky. Big Sexy says, did the, the Apple spank you or, or what? What's going on? I mean, I've never had any problems with Apple. My iPhone works good. My To each their own, yes. You have to pay for everything you need. Well, or, or maybe a reason why I don't use Apple devices. I think Apple as a company is just too overrated. All right. Well, we're gonna hear from Spanky because apparently he has a he has uh, he has something right. fucking Apple. What 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 is it? You All like, right. State your case, Spanky. Do you not like Apple products? You don't like to pay for things that uh, you get. No. Listen, you get the Apple phone, right? And then you want to get AirPods. Oh God! Now you have to pay the Apple price for AirPods. And then you want to get the charging. Oh God! Then you got to pay the Apple oh, price for the charging cord. Right. You're it, right. I I can't believe they make you pay for the fucking charger now. Shut up. You know what I'm talking about slightly. Shut up. No, uh, they, no. I'm, I'm being serious. I couldn't believe that they did that. Like the wall, that's, you have to go out and buy it now. That's what I mean. I just, I, I, I don't know. For a company that makes so much money, they're so greedy. They are. And you know what the problem is I have with that is that fucking charger that they, that they, they put, <laughs> that they used to include in their iPhones cost less than a dollar out of China. Just go to fucking, <laughs> go to DH gate and you can buy a hundred of them for like 50 bucks. <laughs> I'm serious. I buy them for my store all the time. Oh my god! You know what? You'll pay for that fifty cent item. You'll pay twenty four ninety nine at Apple. And then, don't even get me started on the Apple Store itself. Oh my god! Uh oh. What 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 are you trying to buy at the Apple Store? Oh, I'll never buy anything from the Apple Store, but my kids insist on it. Um, you know, they have to have Apple everything. So if your phone breaks, you got to go there and wait your four hours because, you know, it's busy. So you got to wait four hours. And then they look at your phone that takes 10 minutes and they go, oh, we're going to have to replace it. Then you wait another two hours while somebody comes and gets your phone and then gives you all the information on who to call to get another phone. 
when all I got to do is go to T-Mobile and say, hey, man, I broke my phone. Okay, well, let's exchange it. Give me the phone, and I'm out the door in like 30 minutes. Wow, that's pretty amazing. See, I like if I get an, my iPhones, I usually go to AT&T store, but they, they never seem to have anything in damn stock either, so I don't know. I just, well, that's because Newsom's got them hiding on the water. Customer. Yeah, he does. He has everything hiding. And uh, God, he, I, I can't stand that guy. You know, in less than a week that I moved here to Las Vegas, right, I turn on the local news just to kind of kind of gauge what the hell's going on out here. And one of the top stories is, oh, Governor Newsom meets with uh, Nevada State Governor, blah, 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 to discuss uh, highways on the 15 freeway. I'm like, oh, fuck. Won't that guy just fucking stay where he belongs? <laughs> I think he's. I think you got a stalker. I think so. My God, it's it's incredible. Just you know what? Go screw your constituents. Uh, just like you do a great job of every single day of the week, and uh, just stay. You're not wanted in the state of Nevada. No. I'm gonna call him and tell him. Listen, slightly said. Mind your business. <laughs> right. He'll probably ask me for the address where I live. Oh my God. I, and I cringe, you know, the other thing I cringe, because, you know, we started the, because we're coming out with a uh, beef jerky product, and uh, we're, we have, a, we originated the company in California. This is before we knew we were going to move. And so I was thinking, I'm like, okay, well, we'll just transfer it to the state of Nevada. It's an LLC, right? But then I got to thinking, you know, the politics in California, they're punishing businesses if you move the business to another state. So we're just going to leave it there, and we'll just start up another one. Wait, 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 wait. So if you you got a business there now, you you moved to Las Vegas. If you wanted to bring that business with you from California to Las Vegas, they penalize you. Yes. Can you believe that? What the? What are we in Cuba? What's well, going on in California? You you're, you might be better off living in Cuba than California. <laughs> <laughs> Hell, maybe China might be a place to live. Who knows? Oh my god! Oh my gosh! But well, yeah. I just thought I'd plead my case with with Apple products. I'll stick with my Samsungs. I, I love the Samsung. See, but the thing with Samsungs is it's too complicated because it's more of an open source. Now I know people love that because you can do anything. You could probably like get shit for free and not have to pay for things because it's such a quote unquote open source type of uh, software. But to me, it's, I'm getting old. Like back in my 20s, I'd be all about it. <laughs> it's kind of, it's kind of. You know what? The, here's here's a correlation, right? Do you do you recall? Uh, and so, uh, hopefully, you guys are old enough uh, that remember this. You know, like cable boxes. You know, we used to call, uh, you know, some cable box like a black box to where you can get oh, all yeah. oh, programming yeah. for free. I kind of look at Samsung as like the black box because you can kind of get into it and do whatever you want. <laughs> Am I am I am I close on that? I guess you know what I, I guess I really never uh, looked at it that way. But yeah, now that you said it, yeah. So I mean, kudos to those that like that. It's just too com too complicated. Uh, the technology these days. I mean, I'm I'm barely. I'm lucky enough to be able to do a podcast on my own. <laughs> uh, and I still. Yeah, and, and Big Sexy, he's barely able to, you know what, Big Sexy is barely able to use, know how to use an iPhone. Can you imagine Big Sexy trying to use a Samsung phone? Hmm. I don't know. I think it would be easier. The iPhones are so small. I want to hold something that's bigger than my dick. They're just, they're just small. 
<laughs> oh my gosh. Well, what about that? I saw a big billboard on the strip. There's there's this new phone. I think it's a Samsung phone. It kind of folds in half or something. It's like a little square. Yeah, 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 yeah. That looks pretty nifty. Yeah, I got a funny feeling that's going to be a pretty nifty price too. Oh, come on. If you're not paying for apps, you can afford it. <laughs> come on you know just give up another leg <laughs> oh, oh man really come on now come on how are you doing uh, on, on a serious note are you feeling everything going well for you and all that you know i feel amazing man i, I i'm blessed uh with the great support system here with my wife and the kids and and friends and scooter and um they make it a hundred times easier to deal with so and um, it's kind of a, the best way I could describe it is I'm pain free. I know they took my leg, um, and I have little phantom pains here and there, but I'm pain free for the last two and a half years. I've dealt with this leg. Um, and, and to finally be rid of it is, is, you know, I'll take the falls that I have every now and then yeah. I'll take yeah. the uncomfortable every now and then, but to be pain free is, it feels amazing. And, you know, I, I, Throughout to, prior to you getting the procedure done, I was listening to the show and stuff like that, and I was really amazed. And like, if I were in your position, I would be scared shitless. And you made it, maybe you were, and just not showing that over the air. But to go into it as you, you know, you know, projected to the, your audience and stuff like that, I don't think I could do. I don't think I would be able to do that. But, you know, and, and when I tell people, because there's a lot of people that say, you know, that have said that to me, like, you're so positive, you're so upbeat. You got to remember, I dealt with two and a half years of this. They amputated my big toe. Um, I've had numerous tests done with nerves. I've had things pinned in me. I've had um, like shock treatment done. I, I've had all this stuff to try and fix that leg. Um, so two and a half years of that, now that it's gone and I am feeling like I said, it's just a whole different feeling for me. And that's what I was looking forward to the whole time. When they said they're going to have to amputate my leg, they came in like they're telling me my mom died. You know, they sounded all depressed and everything. And I said, you know, they came in and says, you know, we're at our last last option. We're going to have to do a BKA, which is a below a knee amputation. And I looked at them and says, well, sh should have done that two years ago. Let's let's get this done. So, right. wow. you know, they were they were shocked, too. But it's just nice to be rid of all that. Well, I'm glad things are going well. And, you know, over the past couple of years, I mean, I, I haven't really talked much about it, but like I had, what, what was it that I was going through my back? I was having some back pains, right? And uh, I forget what they called it. But anyways, the pain went from my back. Sciatica. Oh, my, I had sciatica. So, oh, okay. yeah, yeah. so my pain went, it, it was barely, I was barely able to walk, but it subsided, right? But it shot down my leg. And I would say now... It's been about a year and a half to two years, right? The left half of my left foot, it feels like it's been asleep for that long. Mm. Yeah. But, I mean, it, it doesn't prohibit me from walking. I'm doing all right. And I'd rather have that than the back pain that I had because, oh, my God, it was excruciating. Yeah, that's sciatic stuff. That is unbearable. Yeah. But I, and everything I read was that it's normal for it to shoot down to the leg and all that. So, I don't know. I'll do. Hmm. I'll deal with the uh, half a half a, a a foot half asleep, then back pain. There you go. See, and, and that's how I felt. I, I deal with one leg rather than having two legs. One I can't use anyways because it's just messed up. So, I'll, I'll, if I can't use it, take it. 
Well, not only that, but I mean, think of, you know, whenever now you have a good excuse uh, for people to help you get this and that whenever you need to. Oh, hell yeah. It's it, yeah. it listen. And, and it's fun because they always ask what, what happened to your leg. Anytime somebody asks me, I give them a different story. <laughs> oh. you know, my wife goes, you know, you're going to get caught one of these days. I said, that's the greatest thing. I think the last one I had a lady ask in the store what happened. And I was like, ah, Civil War reenactment went wrong. Uh, loaded the cannon with a real bomb. and <laughs> oh my she, God. she wasn't quite sure whether to believe it or not. So, yeah, I have fun with it. I mean, I don't... Pfft. That's awesome. That's amazing. Well, maybe, uh, I don't know. I, I'm still thinking that I can still kind of uh, twist your arm uh, to go back to Apple products because, you know. You know what I'm thinking? I'm not going to lie. I'm thinking about the, the Pro, the, the 13 Pro. Ooh, that's a nice one. Because that's good. That's big. You know, that's, that's bigger than my dick. That phone is fine. <laughs> I'm, I'm fine with that. But see, I, I got the bigger size phone before, and I downsized. It was just too much for me to handle. Well, I wish I had that problem, but uh, well, yeah, I got to have a big one. Yes, Eric. Mary down in chat says, my leg feels weird from the sciatica too. I had it for five years after I get got hit by a front end loader and three back surgeries. Jesus. God, I think I got my sciatica just from rough sex, but you know, who knows? <laughs> <laughs> anyway. the, the struggle's real the struggle's real yeah just don't tell big sexy about it because he doesn't you know he'll get it. He'll, 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 if you ask him he'll want to know who i was having sex with <laughs> <laughs> there goes those dinners they're toast oh, nice job God. yeah so much for having extraordinary d dinners either every night yeah he said he's at he, was it the, was it the pool boy or was it the mailman anyways oh. probably the mailman he's good at slipping his shit in slots so anyways yes no big sexy's not aware of that but he is now now that he is now he is now yeah, so if I if I don't have another show for uh, from here on out, you'll just call the Las Vegas uh, Metro <laughs> Department. No, I'm missing. Yeah, uh, I'll do that. I'll do that. Hey, I'm gonna get off here. You guys have a great show, man. Uh, by the way, um, from the Beans and Weenie Show, I know Scooter's on here, uh, but we both want to say thank you so much for uh, well, a coming back. It's nice to hear you back, uh, and b um, up on our jackpot on the show. Uh, that was amazing. I, I I appreciate that. That's that's going to be a lot of fun. Yeah, that's only a one day event, by the way. <laughs> I not only incentivize people to want to participate on your show Wednesday. If you want four dollars and fifty cents uh, Wednesday night, five thirty Pacific, at the Beans and Weenie Show, because fucking on Friday it goes down to five dollars. Goes back to five dollars. Goes back to five dollars. <laughs> oh man, that is awesome. Well, I appreciate it. And uh, you, big sexy, you guys have fun adjusting to uh, to Vegas. And uh, we'll talk to you soon. Sounds good, brother. Thanks for coming on tonight. Yeah, you better you see it. Yeah, it's been a big uh, adjustment. See, shells, uh, shells. We haven't met shells yet. She's our neighborhood, uh, you know, local neighbor. But uh, big sexy and I haven't really met anybody out here yet. We've been security guard. Oh, we've met the security guard. Yes, we we have we have gated security here, so that way we feel 
you know, pretty much, I don't know, on a scale of 1 to 10, would you say 10 the most secure? Would you say a 9? I don't know. 8, because the guy's always on his rounds. Oh, yeah. Big Sexy says it's an 8 because the guy's never at the gate. He's always doing his rounds. But anyways, um, adjusting here in uh, the state of Nevada, it's, it's actually really cold. It's a lot colder than I thought it was going to be. Uh, we're dealing with, like, temperatures in the 50s. And I know there's a lot of you out there on the East Coast saying, oh, fuck that. That's warm. It's like 30 degrees out here. Keep in mind, I'm from San Diego. Which, and, and Big Sexy's from Hawaii. We're not used to cold weather. Tomorrow we're uh, expecting our first, first storm of the year out here. Uh, a whopping half of an inch is expected to drop down on the... I guess they call it the valley here in Las Vegas. And I guess the winds are going to go up to 50 miles per hour. So anyways, um, the other thing that happened while we were gone, um, our hearts and our prayers and all that good stuff go out to the unfortunate victims of uh, the tornadoes that have been happening in, mm-hmm. out in the Kentucky area. My God. And uh, um, it's and so- Mary mentioned something in, Mary mentioned something in chat about that Corvette museum in Kentucky, um, you know, being damaged. And, and it was just a few years ago that, you know, a sinkhole happened at that place, you know, do, you know, call it costing like like hundreds of thousands of dollars in damage to iconic cars. Yeah. And you know, I, I heard the officials out there are saying they're expecting at least over a hundred deaths uh, from these storms. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the, the worst part, you know, I wouldn't say the worst part of it, but the, the thing that I'm waiting for, and it's sad that it's going to happen this way, and I guarantee you it will, is they're going to utilize this uh, in their narrative of climate change and this and that and the other. Because, you know, you're already starting to see, I don't know, the it's not Al Roker. Is he still on NBC or there's... Well, the, um, the he's still on the Today Show. Ginger Z is still on Good Morning America. Um, CBS <laughs> Mornings is still without a weather forecaster, and Fox Nations or like new like streaming weather services got a, a a meteorologist with an interesting name, Amy Freeze. Ha! <laughs> there you go. That's who you want to hire for your fucking broadcasting of weather. It was Amy Freeze? But no, it's Al Roker on NBC. He started. He already started going that way, saying, "Oh, we've never seen such a storm." I think AOC must have got to him. We've never seen such a storm in December like this, and uh, you know it has to do with climate change and this, da, 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 da. I'm like, oh, here we fucking go. Um, how about it's just fucking Mother Nature and bad shit happens on occasion. Anyways, yeah, Amy Freeze is, is probably a little frigid. I I guarantee, I, I would uh, me being a gambling kind of guy, I I would uh, I would put my place my bets that she is single. But or if you lived in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, and watched Channel Ten there, you would have remembered a meteorologist by the name of Glenn Hurricane Schwartz. Hurricane Schwartz, I've heard that. They didn't. I mean, he, he's an iconic weather forecaster there. So, so they name hurricanes, right? Why don't they name tornadoes? Well, they're now naming winter storms, right? But I mean, if we're gonna, I, I, if you're gonna name a hurricane, I think you should be naming tornadoes. I mean, what about what happened to equity? What happened about equality? Right. <laughs> don't tornado- hey, if they started naming tornadoes year round, I think the very first one they would probably name is Dorothy. Remember that a pun on the Wizard of Oz because. <laughs> Yeah, fasten your seatbelt, Dorothy, because Kansas is going bye bye. <laughs> um, Mary says uh, she, her being the uh, real conspiracy, 
She says that uh, she thinks it was seeded. Scooter says uh, it's called a Midwest divorce. No time to name them. <laughs> oh, I like that. Scooter. <laughs> that was good. I like that. Yeah. I don't know. It's, uh, you know, everyone gets their, their, their panties in a twinch because of stupid things. So I, th- I figured I'd throw one, throw one to the fire. See what they have to say about that. Mary says they said they were there were uh, sixty tornadoes, so that's a lot of names. Yeah, we have enough tornadoes in our fucking government, that's for sure. Uh, can we ship AOC somewhere? She drives me nuts. Shells, she's she's far away from Vegas. We're okay here. You just you got to turn the volume down when you she appears on the nightly news. Yeah, and uh, let's see, uh, Senator, what is it, Senator? Senator Bob Dole, yes. Yeah, Senator Bob Dole passed uh, late last week at the age of, what, 92? 98. 98, yeah. Two years shy of 100. Yeah, that's... And and the the guy directing his funeral wound up getting fired. Why did he get fired? Allegedly, um, the guy directing his funeral is tied to January 6th commission, which do we we believe that to be true or not? Are you kidding me, Eric? Just because uh, I'm like, no, but there were news reports about it. Unbelievable. But I, I, I just think, why can't they just leave it alone? Yeah, leave it alone. You know, I Mark mean, Meadows and a couple other people are ignoring the January sixth subpoenas. Any, the one thing that we should be looking into in January sixth, which they they refuse to and they're not going to, is why the fucking police officer shot an unarmed female. That's that's really what they should be paying attention to. Otherwise, you know what? It's done. It's over. Get move on in life. Let's focus on our current issues, our current crises. Yeah, it's I'm just tired of it. Uh, but I know uh, Bob. He left some parting words uh, in his and uh, he basically wrote out something. Right? I got to get back to that. Um, Let me go to that. He had one last well, jab at uh, Democrats. Mm-hmm. I wanted to read that, but I got to find that now. I I am not prepared. Well, he served as U.S. Senator prior to running for president back in 1996 alongside um, another iconic senator from Kansas by the name of Nancy Kassebaum. Okay, here we go. So uh, this was uh, from Fox, uh, published three days ago. Absolute legend Bob Dole pokes fun at Democrats one last time in his farewell letter. And uh, former Republican Senator Bob Dole, who passed away at the age of 98, included in his farewell letter a playful jab at the Democratic Party. Says, quote, as I make my, the final walk on my life's journey, I do so without fear because I know that I will, again, not be walking alone. Dole said that in a farewell letter that was read by his daughter Robin at his funeral in Washington on Friday. Quote, I know that God will be walking with me. I also confess that I'm a bit curious to learn and find if I am correct in thinking that heaven will look a lot like Kansas and to see, like others, who have gone before me if I will still be able to vote in Chicago. (laughs) (laughs) That right there is classic. And uh, you know what? Bob Dole could have done anything bad in his entire life. And uh, if God hears that, he'll let him into the pearly gates. So, well done, Bob. I, I hope so. And hey, Bob Dole might have just gave um, Bob Hope and George Burns and Phyllis Diller and other 
iconic comedians a run for their money, even in death. Daddy might have. I don't know. <sighs> yeah, I he. <laughs> oh, and another name he probably might have gave a run for her money, Lucille Ball. Well, the one person he was not able to keep up with is Betty Betty White because she's still alive. I think we're weeks away from her turning one one hundred years of age. Yeah. Um, hey, is she still kicking? That she is kicking. I, I has anybody has had there anybody seen her on live TV or anything? Has she appeared anywhere? Is she doing all right? Uh huh. Because you know we only have seventeen days left for people to kick the can in order to win a hundred dollars in our celebrity death match and uh i don't think anybody had bob dole on the list so uh so so you guys need to pick come up with some better names because i don't think anybody's gonna win i still still can't believe that bob barker is alive I, i i'm thinking that bob's gonna kick the can before betty Right. I don't think anybody's picked the queen. Well, yeah, we do have uh, a couple people that have picked the queen, but she's still alive, I think. Mm-hmm. Is, isn't she? She's yeah. probably like 95 years old, I would think. Yeah, I don't know. But you know what they say, uh, when one dies, there's usually they come in three, so maybe we'll be lo- on Going the threes. We'll be on the lookout for the next two. I don't know. We'll see. Um, what else do I got? Um, we went over the Apple thing. Uh, a Chinese couple got arrested over a scheme to smuggle the U.S. cancer vaccine data over to China. Didn't know if you heard about that. Scientists in California had been secretly passing confidential mRNA cancer vaccine research to her husband to benefit his lab in China. That's what a federal agent is alleging in the recently filed complaint. So, uh, and actually, for about five years, Chen. Lian Chum, who resides in San Diego, had been sending documents from her employer that were marked confidential to her husband, Wu Chenyan, who ran a biotech laboratory in China, according to the complaint. Uh, Chen's work as a bench scientist performing early-stage mRNA cancer research would be, quote, extremely useful in leapfrogging Wu's project of developing a generic mRNA vaccine, a representative from Chen's employer told the FBI. Wu drew the FBI's attention as early as December of 19, when his name appeared on a PowerPoint presentation on the phone of a Chinese defendant who had been convicted of violating U.S. of U.S. experts' control. Oh, my. So that's kind of interesting. I don't know. It's interesting also, though, now that I've been thinking about it, and I think we've brought this up before. I mean, we've, we've got a quote-unquote <clears throat> vaccine for the, you know, the, the the China virus. Why don't we have a vaccine yet for cancer? Or any other thing? It's amazing how... Well, then again, I mean, you have to also realize that these shots, they're not preventing people from getting COVID. I mean, I think one person has officially passed away from the Omicron virus, which is the newest strain of COVID. So and they that said that strain wasn't going to be as bad. Well, I mean, only one person has died from the Omicron, and oh my exactly. god, states everywhere like up oh, five, ten masks immediately. You can't go indoors. You can't talk to your neighbors. You can't do anything. Christmas is canceled. It's so New Year's. <clears throat> and that's but, a good question, dude, Sean. When is cancer an emergency? Um, 
well, the only emergency for them is to make money on the pharmaceutical part of it. That's why you'll never see a, a vaccine for cancer, unfortunately. China is going to hell for a while with that real estate debate debacle. What, what's going on with real estate? I don't know what's going on with that, Mario. Oh, I didn't hear that. I don't know. I know. I know China is going to be owning a lot of U.S. land soon. That's all I know. As much as many trillions of dollars that we owe them, my God, will be China of the West. I mean, maybe maybe that's what our government is preparing us for. Maybe that's why we're being treated the way we are, just so we kind of get the feel of it before you know we kind of get screwed. Um, Shell says, "Cause because uh, every patient that is cured is a customer lost." That's right. Uh, Mary says the big real estate company there is getting ready to fail. Uh, Scooter, yeah, give them California. Uh, China can have California. There's a lot of Chinese people in California, actually. They're they're slowly buying it up. Um, you know, at least uh, you know. I mean, how they think do there's enough. Like a, well, there's a Chinatown in San Francisco, much like in New York City. There's also a section called Chinatown. I don't know if that's in Manhattan or Brooklyn or Queens or Staten Island or the Bronx. Well, not only that, but, I mean, hell, China has enough shipping containers in Los Angeles. They might as well call it uh, California, China. They can deliver mm-hmm. to their own ports. Uh, people will get ho- uh, hurt all over in their 401ks. And, he- and here's the thing, and, I- and you're starting to see that in the stock market, Mary. Um, you know, as the Fed is going to start tapering off and buying bonds and stuff like that, don't be surprised. Like, the latest I saw the stock market was at, I don't know. The Dow was at like 35.5. I think before the year is up, it's going to go down. Uh, it's going to, the market, if you have investments, keep a close eye on those um, because I think you're going to see them go around the $30,000 by the end of the year because uh, the Fed's going to start increasing interest rates and stop buying bonds, taper it down. It did go down quite a bit today. You are correct. And so did uh, other investments that we currently have. Um, the uh, Bitcoin and the, oh, my God. I almost had heart palpitations today because uh, Bitcoin and Dogecoin, my God. Bitcoin's down to $47,000 a coin. And uh, Doge, you know, at one point earlier this year, it was up near 70 cents a coin. And it's down to like 15.7 cents right now. So, Now's a great time to buy some fantastic Dogecoin if uh, you're looking for a deal. Because uh, keep in mind, when shit goes down, it always comes back up. So in saying that, though, if you have 401ks and stuff like that, uh, long-term investments, uh, shit's going to go down. But, you know, long-term, you have nothing to worry about. Don't worry about it. We only have uh, another few years of this administration. <laughs> if there's dollar, if dollar bills still around, you'll be all right. Now, I don't know if we're going to have dollars or not but by then, but we'll see. Oil is a good bet. So is gold. I think uh, gold investment uh, would be good right now. I don't know. I don't own any. But, so if you have any laying around, you're more than welcome to send it over to us. We'll, we'll make sure it uh, doesn't get gambled away on the poker table. Winter is going to be bad this year. <sighs> it's going to be a bad year every year until Biden's gone. Real estate, uh, the real estate thing in China is way worse than the real estate bust we had here. Oh, yeah. Mary says silver is a good investment, too. I agree with that. 
um, it's amazing. Uh, speaking of real estate, before we head out, um, markets keep going up and up and up. I uh, it's it's outrageous. Uh, here, at, even here in Las Vegas, I mean, you've had a, an increase over the past twelve months. The average property has increased twenty to twenty-five percent, which is really unheard of. And uh, there's really no 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 sign of it stopping. Um, you know, we we uh, luckily got into something. Uh, what about three weeks ago? And even where we bought, uh, prices have already increased. And they hell, they haven't even fucking put the lumber up yet. So we'll see what happens. And uh, speaking of which, uh, tomorrow. As I cringe, we go uh, into picking out the final options for inside the house. So Big Sexy is excited about it. I'm like uh, crying because of how much it's going to cost. But, you know, it is what long, it is. It is what it is. And all Big Sexy says is, honey, don't you love me? <sighs> yes, dear. Those are two important key words to utilize if you're married or have a loved one that you live with. Yes, dear. So make sure you use those. Anywho, uh, 12 years ago, uh, Shell says 12 years ago, the owner where I bought this place for 185000 and they are trying to sell it now for 459 Damn. That's pretty damn good profit. That's for sure. It's Yes, it's all done in love. I know, I know. Mary says, uh, plus two companies are into bidding wars for these new homes, BlackRock, and I can't remember the other. I don't know. I would wait. It's too expensive at the moment. Well, it's too late, Sean. Too late. We've, we've already purchased. It's, you know, but even if it goes down, it's going to come back. I'm not worried about that. And, you know, here in Las Vegas, even if the rest of uh, the United States, uh, you know, because obviously everybody's worried about a bubble. But the thing about it is, is I don't think there's a bubble in Las Vegas because two things to keep in mind. You have plenty of Californians moving to the city of Las Vegas because of taxes, because of politics. There's not enough housing out here to accommodate all of that. So regardless of what the rest of the United States does as far as in forms of housing, uh, I think we're pretty, uh, it's a pretty safe bet that things will be continuing to rise. Uh-huh. Well, I would probably say this slightly. Um, Las Vegas would probably be getting a lot of the San Diego and Los Angeles crowd, and Reno would probably be getting a lot of the San Francisco and Sacramento crowd. Yeah, that is true. And the other thing that there was, I was reading something, uh, you know, in regards to New Year's here in Las Vegas, uh, you know, generally speaking, uh, it's a busy time in Las Vegas, no matter what. Everyone loves to come out, party, and get all bougie and all that good stuff for New Year's. But they're saying now that they are going to have, if you're planning on coming out to Las Vegas, you have better have already booked your rooms because the prices of a room are going to be like skyrocket, skyrocket like you've never seen before. And that is the reason because of, is that people in California, especially in places like Los Angeles, where it's mandated that you wear a mask or be vaccinated to go into any venue – they're not. They're not staying in in California. They're gonna all come out here because you can still go to venues, concerts, and shows, and everything else without being vaccinated or, you know, jabbed by the shot. So it'll be interesting to see uh, how big of a crowd we get out here for New Year's. 
Um, Mary says 20% over list price, and the list price is inflated. Yes, unbuilt homes are being brought up by these corporations. And uh, stay away from the strip. And yes, book at least two months in advance for a room. There you go. Maybe we'll rent it out our place uh, for New Year's Eve. And for uh, a cheap price of $29.99, uh, you can stay at uh, Slightly's house. Anyways, uh, <laughs> anywho, I think we're going to wrap things up for tonight. Uh, Big Sexy's got dinner uh, dinner uh, on the, on the uh, stovetop about being ready to be taken off. What are we having tonight? Chicken and mushroom soup with some corn. Chicken and mushroom soup with corn. Well, corn inside. Corn oh, on the wow. the corn is not in the soup. That would be kind of weird. Yes. Um, my dinner was um, leftovers that my housemate Paul brought home from work. It was shrimp and crawfish. Um, you know, like cor like the corn on the cob that really was a lot smaller and um, roasted potatoes and Polish sausage, like. I don't know what they call call that when you combine like combine like seafood and potatoes and, and corn and Polish sausage like that. Oh wow, that sounds good. I don't but, know. What but you're I know you're not much of a shrimp eater. Oh no, no shrimp. Mm -mm. And you, and I know and I know you don't do um crawfish either. That we don't. No, and, no, nothing. Well, crawfish is really not my thing either. Nothing from the damn sea. Leave the. Leave all the creatures in the sea. Leave them in the ocean. We don't need them on land. Yep. They need they need water to survive, and I'm not talking about the water on your fucking stovetop. <laughs> um, so, yeah. Um, Mary is having a grandson born tomorrow. How, how exciting is that? Congratulations. Congratulations, Mary. What's the name of the little guy? Are you naming, are you naming him slightly? <laughs> if you are, I feel bad. Well, for um, and I know while the show's been away, you know, I know like right after like the Thanksgiving holidays, um, my first time in three years, um, my sinus upper respiratory infection came back, but I wound up going to the urgent care and then, but they still had to stick a swab up my nose and, but my test results came back negative for the COVID. Oh, and, that's... um, and they gave me like a steroid pack to wipe it out. Well, I'm glad you didn't catch the COVID. Stay away from the COVID. Nope. I haven't. I haven't been it, around anybody who appeared to be sick. Well, and another another food for thought, right? Whenever we see a new strain, like uh, you know, the Omicron is uh, now. That's the. It's uh, um, Omicron. 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 I don't know. Fucking the next that's, one's going to be. What is the next one going to be? Uh, trans. What's the next transformer that's going to come out? Um. <laughs> But what happened? You know, nobody's got uh, the Delta virus anymore, so that just goes away. I mean, it doesn't exist uh, well, now. Hey, um, are you have to wonder if the ne next variants are going to be named after famous celebrities? Is it is the next one going? Next three going to be Peter, Paul, and Mary, or is the next one going to be um, Betty White? <sighs> I don't know. We'll just call it the ban the the Biden the Biden strain. Yeah. The, let's go, Brandon. Yeah, let's go, Brandon. I don't know. Yeah, uh, Mary says uh, the kid's new name. The new kid's name is going to be Clarkson, as I call my son Danielson. That is cute. I like that, Clarkson. That's a cute name. I like that. Um, yeah. Let's see. Uh, let me make sure I've covered everything I wanted to rant about. Um, ba -ba -ba. Oh, uh, I am excited to uh, announce. 
Yeah. Oh, that. Yeah, I do have to go over that. I am excited to note and let you guys know that our fearless president, President Brandon, is actually going to go to Kentucky to uh, visit all the uh, victims of the tornado. So I'm surprised, but, uh, you know, knowing him, if he has if it's uh, left up to him, he'll probably end up at the border where he needs to be going anyways to prevent continued immigration. But. Uh, oh, yeah, that's fake news. I'm sorry. Yeah, I, well, maybe he's going somewhere else. But uh, anyways, though, I do have a sad story to, to share with you. It has to do with our dog, Mama Mia. Before what about that. her? Well, we were here. Uh, everything's new. As, as, you, as you all know, uh, Mama Mia, she's, you know, almost 18 years of age. She's a silky terrier. And... Uh, it was kind of warm in, in the condo that we're staying at and all that. And big, sexy, big, sexy and I are going through, you know, home, uh, making decisions on what's going to be in the home and all that. We're at the computer and we, uh, you know, kind of left the door open to get some fresh air. Well, mama Mia, I guess she decided to go for a walk at one thirty in the morning. Oh my God. Yeah. One thirty in the damn morning. Uh, can't see, can't hear, can't smell. Well, she can smell, but uh, she goes out for a walk, and uh, we probably don't know, didn't notice it for about an hour. And so, yeah, big sexy and I were out walking for an hour and, for an hour and a half looking for her in the dark at two thirty in the morning, and. Uh, it's uh, a big, I don't know, big community here. There's probably like 25 condo buildings where we are. And uh, we go everywhere. It's a gated community, so we, we're pretty positive she didn't go out to the street or anything. But anyways, uh, about an hour and a half of searching for her, I step in a pile of dog shit. And you're probably thinking, okay, what the hell does that have to do with that? Well, Big Sexy and I have a thing about, you know, if you step in a pile of, of shit, it's good luck. That's what they say over on the island of Hawaii. And so as soon as I stepped in the dog shit, I looked up at Big Sexy and I said, oh, well, maybe that's going to bring us good luck. And then I swear not to you, within five seconds of that happening, a gentleman, a black gentleman on the second story opens his door. Keep in mind, at 2.30 in the morning, looks down at us and he asks, are you two looking for a small little dog? And so, yes, he did. Uh, he had Mama Mia, and she's back in safe arms. So, but, oh, my God. Yeah, no one sleeps here. I mean, there's banging uh, at all hours of the day, and it's not just in our apartment condo. So, speaking of which, that's the one bad thing that we don't like about the place we're at. There's uh, people that live above us, and you fucking hear them. When they vacuum and when they're walking. Oh, my God. Thin ceilings, not walls. But uh, anyways, it, thank God it's only temporary. And uh, I'm, su- I'm surprised you guys didn't hear anything tonight. But uh, anyways, um, everything otherwise is going well for us. There's a lot of hard work to do. We have a lot of stuff to get to. So uh, make sure you stay tuned over on the Twitter of the Twatter to keep abreast of what's going on when we're going to go live. Uh, I don't have a set schedule uh, in mind at the present moment, but I uh, definitely will be. I'll be around on the bean and uh, 
we'll continue to do some impromptu right. shows that might not be always at this time, uh, but we'll we'll be back soon. I promise. Yeah. And I do. Uh, we all do miss you here uh, from Las Vegas, and I hope everyone is doing well. At least once a week, Shell says. Okay, I I will commit to at least once a week for Shells. Well, Jeez. and. Uh- or, or if you're on like a couple time times a week, if you're you're not on weeknights right now, um, we still got to do a trivia show because we got to catch up on some trivia games. Yeah, that we do. We'll do some trivia and uh, make sure to uh, catch. And uh, um, hopefully, Pert will be back soon. Yes, I've been. Uh, I've I've uh, had emails be back and forth with Pert. Pert and uh, the bee of the honey, they're doing well. But uh, we'll try to get something uh, more yeah. of a game plan on the next show that we did. This is like a last-minute thing that I felt to do is I wanted to get out there and uh, reach out and touch someone. And uh, hopefully you can do that as well, just consensually, of course. And so, you know, don't, don't right. be these douchebags from CNN. Anyways, I hope you guys yes. all have a fantastic evening. Any final thoughts, Producer Eric? Well, I mean, hey, it's good to be back after being away for two weeks. But I mean, the intro is great, but um, but I guess um, you know, it, it'll probably still get tinkered with yet again. Like, if you decide to include additional names, like you know, featuring Eric and Pert, we and 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 the rest of the gang. Yes, we still are working out uh, that. That was just a and a, some a, new like uh, like jingle packages and a and a new closing tag. That is, it's all a work in progress, my friend. So, but stay tuned mm-hmm. and uh, we'll uh, keep things updated and all that. I hope you do have a fantastic rest of your evening, guys, and I uh, look forward to seeing you next time. And um, we'd also like to wish um, Podbean friend um, Crazy Kane, who hasn't been on in a while, a very happy birthday today. And Laura's got a birthday on Wednesday, Mike Tampa Bay on Friday, and next Sunday, Shells and JLo have got birthdays. Oh, damn. Happy damn birthday to everybody then. Jeez. And, uh, I mean, Laura's got to be at Old Man's on Wednesday so she can get serenaded for her 50th birthday. And oh. hopefully Lady Me is going to hold her to that. Oh, yeah. I saw Lady Me drop in for a second. I don't think she's here anymore. Yeah, but... she didn't stay very long. Yeah, she's oh, too... Oh, speak of the devil. There's Laura. She's too busy um... uh, freezing her ass off in Maine, probably. Anyways, BP, get your ass back to work. and uh, we'll see you guys all next time Lara thanks for coming in we're just uh, closing out the show till next time take care of yourselves and your loved ones and uh, stay safe God bless and God bless America later everybody thanks for listening to tonight's show not all content is endorsed by Slightly. However, if you'd like to contact me for any reason, email us over at slightlyseriousshow at gmail.com or hit us up on social media. Don't forget to share the show and help us grow our audience. And remember, we mean that in the most serious way. Until the next time, good night, everybody. And remember, I love you. And I love your show.